Hello listeners, I'd just like to correct something from last week's show. It comes to my attention that me, Michael Bell, put out some incorrect Brookside facts from last week's show. The lesbians in Brookside was of course Beth Beth and Margaret. I do apologise and I hope you accept my apology. Is that it? Is it? You insulted like millions of Brookside fans. Yes. And less than 200 RG podcast listeners and that's it. Yes. Crack it, let's crack on with the show! Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday! It's time for... The RG Podcast! Not... Live! Hello, good morning, and welcome to Monday. And everything seems to be working at a optimum parameters. Everything seems okay. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the show. And we've got ourselves quite a special show for you today. Because I'm here. And not those other guys. It's just you and me. Listening to the sound of my voice. As I lull you into a sense of security. And talking about... Well... The wacky things that have been going on. Over the weekend. Maybe not my weekend, but... Perhaps your weekend. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe not. But that's why we're here on this journey. Together, you and me, and you. Oh, I suppose you can come along as well. But Grax, Grax, I mean, what's that? Grax. Yes, yes, yes. Andy, is this, that you over there? This isn't. This isn't Gav Cross, is it? Funny looking, because it sounds uh, a bit similar. Ah, uh, I'm but, sorry. I, I don't mean to sound like Gav Cross. It's just I'm feeling a little bit. Uh, uh, a little bit under the weather because, um, well, change of seasons, the flu, the man flu has finally, it's finally caught up with me, guys. So, so you've turned into, slowed down. You're turning into Gav Cross. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it's it's like night and day. It's like the full moon changes the man into the werewolf. I've never seen I've never seen you and Gav Cross in the same room. Just saying. Just saying. Hmm. I, I, that sounds like a, <laughs> a, a bit of a coincidence. Mm. But, um, right, well, uh, how about we get on with the show, as they say in the business. I think mm. this is a good time to welcome everyone. Welcome to the RG Podcast, Season 2. Series. Episode 3. Series 2. Oh. Se- series. Sorry, Gav. Grax. Cross Gav <laughs> Gav Grax Gra- Grax Cross Grav Should we all Grav Cross Try and speak Like Gav Cross I Grax Cross Like to On a Sunday Wistfully Believe That people will call in And if not I'll play music And That's okay I'll entertain them. 
Yes. I'm not sure about this slow-paced star. It's Amanda Palmer with the Dresden Dolls. Great band. Check them out. (laughs) They just are. Gav Gav got me back into the Dresden Dolls, and I've got to love them forever for that. So, Uh. yeah. We're back in the show now. Hello, everybody. That was... Boom. uh, I like hugging Gav Cross because... Gav Cross. What's your favorite thing about Greg? Gav Cross, Grax? <laughs> beard. The You're beard and his voice and his demeanor and his vines. His vine videos are actually very, very entertaining. His drum okay. podcast was the best. All right, good. Well, there you go, Gav. That's the first minute or so to you. Yeah. Welcome I, to I, the I week. don't mean to insult you. Just want to bring that out. I just thought, just wanted to pay a tribute to your soothing voice because I wish everyone could speak like you. Yeah. But then it would, lo- would lose its um, majestic magic. nature. Yeah, that's right. It would lose its magic, you see, because it, it needs, you know, it needs like people like speak like me and you know have rubbish voices. Then you can hear really nice voices like Gav's. That's right. Let's get the show pumped up with all the caffeine and taurine that we need. Welcome to the Archie Podcast Series Two, Episode Three, and we have got a tremendous tremendous amount of stuff for everyone to talk about we've got the local news we have the burning questions we have the section of what's in the shed and we will have uh and we will have a section of texas the psychic horse and this yeah. is where we'll have a story but first how about we plow straight into the deep end and figure out what the other two guys have been up to because it's been a week it's been a week man a lot of things can happen in a week a lot, a lot of things can happen in a week Rex. um and probably will You've become very unwell. I have. You? I have. Yeah. Why? What have you been? Hang on. So, uh, hang on. Hey, Grax is ill. Let's celebrate. Or, or not. Hey. Or, or not celebrate. I needed. I need an excuse to open my can, didn't I? Of course. Of course. So uh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I've picked up a bit of a man flu that's finally caught up with me. Is it Ebola? Yeah. I, I've been trying to avoid it. <laughs> what, has he been chasing you down the street? It's a yeah. bo- it's a bowler it's a bowler but a bowler man- chases you. Oh, does- the way you said it is like your man flu, like you're Irish. All right. <laughs> oh, your man over there, you know, he's called flu. He's been chasing us. Ah, fuck! I don't believe it. But now wow. it's all fine. I- I've just been trying to um, get myself up and fit and ready for various things. So I've been drinking some medicine, Red Bull. And... So you're, you're you're referring to Red Bull as your medicine? That's quite. It is, it is medicine. It is. It is. It's magical. I don't think the GPs would recommend it as medicine. I don't think well, they do. Well, not in vast quantities. But it's like an apple. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. So a Red Bull a day... Uh... Makes, makes you twitch a lot. Yes. I um, oh, I had a twitching incident this week. You did? Uh, no, I, no. I partook in the day of the pancake on Tuesday. Uh, oh, that's yes. Last Tuesday, the, the fantastic um, breakfast club... Charity pancake challenge. I I went. I saw. I thought to myself, um, I wasn't going to really indulge in pancakes in the evening. I thought that's not really going to happen. So I will take my team, my steady, steady bunch of hardworking colleagues. I thought we'd go and have some lunch and try yeah. some pancakes at a local pancake place. Uh, and to which I then saw the menu and thought, I know what's a good idea. It's one o'clock. I'm going to try and eat twelve pancakes in twelve minutes. I you know f- I got th- through five and a half to six and that was it. It was just horrific. It was awful, but the money went to a good cause. But unfortunately, about half an hour later, I started getting the twitches, <laughs> which was quite weird. I'm still proud of you, man. I'm proud of you that managed to try and shove five and a half pancakes into your mouth. 
in 12 minutes. Well, you see, I... you're reaping the awards of lovely pancake day. That's not rewarding. I am depriving myself for the sake of Lent. Wait, oh, you're taking hello. part in Lent again, Michael Bell? Yep. Like last year, I gave up a lot. This year, I've gone for five things, plus a couple of extras, which is frankly uh-huh. ridiculous. So I'm giving up uh, Diet Coke, which, if Text you know book. me, that's that's a struggle, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Guinness as well, which is just my standard that's, go-to that's, drink. That's that's a struggle. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm giving up um, cheese, uh, eBay, and buying DVDs. So basically, I'm giving up all of my hobbies. <laughs> But uh, I'm also, like, for a couple of extras, DVD extras, I'm giving up uh, bread, unless I make it myself, which I'm not going to do, so I'll just give up bread, and swearing on this show. Hold on, you're giving up swearing on the podcast? I'm giving up swearing for the podcast, because I listened back last week, and I was, I was a bit of a, we were all a bit mucky last week, so I, yeah. I'm calling for us to bring back the swear jar this episode. Oh, God, really? And uh, I, I, I'm giving up swearing for the, the whole of Lent for this podcast. I can swear in real life, but not on the show. I mean, the first swear in last week's episode was at 1 minute 31 seconds. Well, we had some pancakes by that stage this time. We've done significantly better so far. So let's keep that up, yeah. guys. I yeah, mean, I absolutely. haven't given up. The only thing I've given up is pancakes for Lent because I'd never want to see another one again. You won't but last. <laughs> I don't think I will either. I'll I get, give you I get a pan- week. I get pancake cravings. Is, it, is that weird? Is that, is that, I mean, it's a thing. Is it, is it a, re- a weird thing or is it okay? Like, um, I'll do... I'll do exercise. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's mm. better than like heroin or ketamine, I guess. Yeah, but less all right than bananas because pancakes, bananas—they're a bit of the healthy alternatives. <laughs> what? Well, sorry, bananas are a healthy alternative <laughs> to pancakes. Oh, okay. Well, yes, but you could say that about suicide. Bananas is the healthy alternative to suicide. I mean, yes, That's it is. Right. Yeah. It is a healthy alternative to number of things. You know, like shitting yourself. It's a mu- yeah. oh fuck oh oh cock ah oh, boom <laughs> the first coin in the jar. <laughs> Ironically, if you, if you eat a lot of um, bananas, you won't. You'll get all bummed up. <laughs> Constipation. That's the problem I had after the pancakes. Genuinely, I couldn't. I couldn't eat after the pancake challenge for another twelve hours. I genuinely could not. No, because you've had look at f- because you just ate a vat of batter. <laughs> it's true. I was quite literally battered. Um, it was Very awful, good. awful, awful. I do not recommend it. However, I was happy to donate to a great cause. I'll put the link in the uh, doobly doos below, as the Grex domain would say. Um, cool. I had a bit of an issue this week, uh, actually, in relation to Pancake Day, because in my see, the thing is, sometimes when I go out and do stuff, and I do, I just kind of generally try and do a few bits and bobs to. One, give me stuff to talk about, and two, it's an experience yes. nonetheless. So yes. I don't know if we remember last year, I went to uh, like the World Cup final event and ended up buying shares in BlackBerry. You know, these things genuinely yes. happen, and it's, it's it's a damn shame. Whilst on a pancake-related bender, and if if the want of a better word, the freaking twitches on Tuesday, I was um I was I don't know I, don't know, I was feeling a bit sorry for myself. I was sat you know hurting, uh, so I emailed. I emailed my mum and my dad and my sister and a couple of other relatives because we've got a little email thing going on. Wait, to say this is my final moment in life. <laughs> if I don't make it through the next in a day, tell my loved ones I said hello. If they put me on a stamp, tell them to use the young Andy. That's the one. <laughs> I want a £5 note with my 15-year-old face on it. Anyone who gets that quote gets a 20p reward from me. 
So, so anyway, so I was emailing, I was, and I'm, I'm doing a charity football match in, in, in April for Football Aid up in Edinburgh. Fantastic. So I'm going up to Edinburgh in April for the weekend, which is going to be great because it would be reasonably mm-hmm. quiet since August when we last went. Um, anyway, point being, uh, I was emailing, I was saying, hey, I'm looking to, I'm going to raise a bit of cash for this. I was doing a charity thing today. I feel absolutely terrible. And I sort of sign it off at the end. Um, normally I sign it off. So, you know, I love you guys. Uh, later, yeah, whatever, bye. But instead, because of my pancake stupor, I wrote, I love guys. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and sent the email. <laughs> um, that's one hell of a typo. <laughs> I know. I mean, I've known to, to miss out important words, but that's quite an important word. The heart knows, Andy, the heart knows. <laughs> But no one really picked up on it in the replies. I think they kind of just took it as, yeah, it's about time. Um, it's not that surprising, is it? You know, come on. He's finally given, he's finally given up the my, ghost. My track, my, my, my track record of the last 12 months of women has been absolutely fucking disastrous. Oh, fuck. Since you've known me. Oh, wow. Who would have thought that? <laughs> so that's the that's this week's news. But they haven't responded. They kind of responded to the charity thing. They were like, oh, cool. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, if you set up a Zekas or whatever, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll donate and you know we'll share it and so forth. Um, are, are you coming down anytime soon? That was it. That's <laughs> like coming um, down with a touch of <laughs> Colin. Mm. Um, no. So there we go. Uh, I just want to put it out there to anyone that's listening that knows me that I I do love guys. I, I mean, I'm, you know, quite liberal in a platonic, non-homosexual kind of way, and there's nothing wrong with it. But no, I like ladies girls women um you lust for ladies you love the men no evidence on that fact <laughs> hey i mean <laughs> just well, there might be some facebook evidence i, I know women <laughs> look i love you guys right <laughs> okay of course you do who, who wouldn't it's just a simple mistake it's gone horrifically let's not get bogged down in your blatant homosexuality andy come on <laughs> so um that was the week <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, dear, it's absolutely terrible. <sighs> Michael Bell, how are you? Fine. Um, very relaxed. <laughs> I've, I've, been half, I've been on half term this week. So, um, oh, half-term. Well, you know, doing bits and bobs, you know, stuff that you don't hanging normally out, get. Out. I've been out a lot, actually. I don't go out very often these days, so, you, you know. You do. It was, it was nice. And uh, I, had a couple of, I had a couple of beers, not Guinness, because I'm not allowed. And uh, I did a did a little little five, and then uh, watched watched the stand up. But then I went off to uh, the toilet because that's what happens when you t- consume liquid. You all have to do it. Yes. You, 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 you as well. How especially, many? Especially you. You got a very weak bladder. Go to the doctors. Mm-hmm. Go story. on. And um, so I'm at the toilet, uh, urinating, and I only got a tap that's on it. the shoulder. I was like, oh, hold on, oh dear. Whilst whilst mid mid piss. Yeah, mid piss. Yeah. No, well, no, okay. sorry. Wait, got you. Ten feet, ten feet. No, it's the physical reaction that's coming out of me. It's normal. Anyway, so mid, mid, midway, uh, tap on the shoulder, turn around, and uh, there's a real kind of a shady looking character, but he's just like, "Wait, what do you want?" And it's like, "Mate, mate, mate, do you uh, do you do you do you, do you want something?" And it's like, no, I'm, I'm urinating, you know. I'm, I'm fine. If anything, you want your privacy, don't you? Turn up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
do you want anything? Yes, please. Could I have some privacy for about another minute? <laughs> when I'm washing my hands, you're fine. I'm anybody's when I'm washing my hands. But right now, this is, this is you know. Ladies, anybody's whilst washing hands. Yep. <laughs> so uh, basically, it turns out he had a he had a bag of coke and he wanted to sell uh, this bag of coke to me. You're, you're on Lent. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have it. Not even the diet variety. Exactly. No. It's got cheese in it, so no. <laughs> it's cut with it's cut with it's cheese. Cut with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it wasn't eleven thirty. It's that, either, it's so that fam- it's that famous Birmingham coke. <laughs> it's just a slab of cheese. You know, they put a little bit of stilton in it. So anyway, he's offered he's offered me this coke. Right, um, in the shitter, in, whilst in, having a piss. 10p. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, well, no, thank you, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, can I go? <laughs> can I go now? But it kind of got, oh, it kind of got me thinking, is, is this, nice. is this his, um... Business? Yeah, is this his business plan? <laughs> so, That's why it's he, a he's kind of, you know, he's, a, he's gone to the bank, he's applied for the, he's applied for a loan. Oh, hang on. Can you smell that? Well, the, the urine that's been all over the floor. I smell know. a role play. Oh, oh. No. right, Grax, you're the Andy. You're the bank manager. Okay, Grax, <laughs> okay. you're the drug dealer. Okay, and I'm the ra- and I'm the narrator. Mm. Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, the plucky young businessman goes to the bank in pursuit of a loan to buy drugs. Hello, Mr. Driscoll. How can I help you today? I'm Steve, your friendly bank manager. Right, I, I've got myself a, a business plan, and I need, uh, let's see, all your money. A legitimate amount of money. Okay. That's right. Um, uh, I'd like. Okay, let's, let's see the business plan first. I mean, we we regularly invest in business. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got quite a it's wide. It's a perfect portfolio. idea. Perfect. I can't believe okay. no one else has thought of this before. It'll blow your socks off. Okay, Mr. Driscoll. Yes. Pop it on the table. Let's see it. Okay. Here's. Not your, no, not your penis. Um, your, your business plan, please. Here's my idea, right? Okay. okay. Right. I, I take all the money and that, go to my and go to my dealer, Larry, because uh, Larry knows La, a guy. La, Larry. Larry. Larry knows a guy, and then he knows a guy who gets me some really good stuff, really good high quality shit. You know what I mean? Tempe. Really good shit. Really good shit. Tempe. Cut with the, with the finest quality edam, and uh, so I have like a couple of bricks, right, of coke, and then I'll uh, go to various toilets in nightclubs. Uh, especially after comedians who've just done their open mic sets. And <laughs> it's I not will... open mic. It's not open mic. He's so much. My name was up in chalk. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. He's a thing. Hey, I, I, hey, I, I hey. wish I was a thing. Sorry. Who, who's the Larry here? Is it you? Is it me? Is it you? Is it me? Is it you? Or is it me? It's me, uh, right? Well, okay. actually, right. Uh, actually, right. Um, actually, Mr. Driscoll, Larry's the the friend that you're. Look, your, your I'm friend. trying to tell you about my business plan. Are you going to just sit there and gob off, are you? or are you going to listen? To the piece of resistance. The plucky young businessman is persuasive in his arguments towards the bank manager. <laughs> Give us your fucking money! Tempe. <laughs> uh, well, so, Mr. Driscoll, I just want to run this by you. So, you plan, right? Okay, just, just bear with me here. You plan to take a large amount of money from our bank, other people's money. Yeah, yeah. You're going to take it to a man named Larry. Yeah. Who knows another man. Yeah. Who knows a guy. Mm-hmm. Who's got some good shit, Tempe? Mm-hmm. Who's gonna cut that shit with some good shit, Edan, Tempe, Tempe? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to visit the toilets of the Birmingham area, predominantly after comedians have done their not open mic set. Name and chalk, thank you very much. And try and sell drugs. That's your plan. Exactly. Here's ten thousand pounds. Perfect. Yay! 
And that's why the economy is in the state it is. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks, David Cameron. The end. So, yeah, I was wondering if that was his business plan and how, like, how long he had to stay in there. And people, did people just think by the end of the night it was just like a toilet attendant or something? News. This, this week, uh, the London Fire Brigade released a media statement about the new Fifty Shades of Grey film. Um, oh. and, they, and they released a number of incidents involving people getting trapped or stuck in everyday household items. Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. Correct answer. Correct, correct answer. <laughs> um, let's, uh, should we guess a few? Why not? Yep. So, okay. So, for example... Uh, in November last year, firefighters came to the rescue of a man forced to undergo surgery to remove two metal rings that he'd stuck on his penis for three days. Idiot. Oh. Idiot. Um, the man attended accident emergency in a London hospital in the early hours. Doctors found they couldn't remove the rings, so they called in the fire brigade. <laughs> so they used the hydraulic uh, metal cutters to whip it off. Oh my Be- God, really? That's dangerous. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, they've had... Guess how many... Okay, this is a good one. Guess how many rings they've had to remove from men's penises in the last three years. Most on one man or in total? No, no. In total. Cumulative total. This is the London Fire Brigade. How many rings have they had to remove uh, from people, including rings on wangs? Mini RG versus? (sighs) Here we go. Three questions. The first one, how many rings? Okay, I'm going to go... For over three years, half a million. 500,000. Half okay, a million? Wait, sorry. You think... I mean, there's nine million people in London. What sort of life do you, you live, think... Grax? Bloody <laughs> hell. Half a million people got caught with rings stuck on their wangs. Let me put it this way. If half a million people did get caught with rings stuck in their wangs, it would not surprise me in the least. It surprised me. That's an absolutely horrific number. All right, well, half you're going to win a this million. Point. Michael Bell. Michael Bell, you're up. Uh, uh, I'll give you a clue. Guess anything lower than half a million. Yeah, I was going to say like a thousand. Oh, God, no. 293. Point okay. bell. Oh, dear. How many incidents were there of people being trapped in handcuffs in the last three oh, years? That's going to be higher. Lower than half a million, but uh, higher. <laughs> I think everything's lower than half a million. I'm going okay. to go, go a thousand again. thousand? Mm. Grex uh, I'm going to go with uh, 500. 28. Point Grex. Yeah. That 28. Is that it? Yeah, only 28. I've been caught God. twice. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not in London. Ah, uh, that's what you I'm bringing the, the, Midlands, <laughs> the Midlands average up, you know. <laughs> um, and then there have been how many incidents involving children with their heads stuck in potties? This is my favourite one. This is children with their heads stuck in potties or toilet seats. What? How many in the last three years? 126. Okay, 126 from Bell. Grax? Okay, I haven't read Fifty Shades of Grey, I have to admit, but but what has that got to do? There's a bit about fisting, but I'm not sure that's... That's I'm what happens sure that's the... if you're not careful, Grax. You get a, get a child and they get their head stuck in a potty. That is oh. some fucked up s and isn't it? Always oh, consult a professional, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, 320. Oh, it's a point bell. It's 14. 14? 14. Oh. Um, Fire Brigade... 
The fire brigade also explained that in the past uh, couple of years, its crews have been called to a man whose penis was stuck in a toaster and another with his manhood trapped in a vacuum cleaner. Now, have any of you two either read the book or had heard any extracts from the book Fifty Shades of Grey and any of the various sequels? No. Um, would you like me to read an extract from Fifty Shades of Grey? No. If you've got it at hand. I do. Only one hand, eh? Hey, 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 wink, 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 nudge, nudge. I think this illustrates the point perfectly of what <clears throat> I wanted to make. Sorry, I've, I've got, I'm reading Batman at the moment. Um, right, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, chaps, I'd like you to pick a page from the book Fifty Shades of Grey, please. Uh, uh, 69, eh? Yeah. Okay, let's see if they're being deliberately sexy on page 69 of 665. Okay, you ready? Uh, Do it. Love me. Stop! Stop now! My subconscious is metaphorically screaming at me, arms folded, leaning on one leg and tapping her foot in frustration. Get in the car, go home, do your studying, forget about him now! And stop all this self-pitying, wallowing crap. 10p. That sounds like a self-help book. I take a deep, steadying breath and stand up. Get it together, Steel! I head for Kate's car, wiping the tears off my face, as I do. I will not think of him again. I can just chalk this incident up to experience and concentrate on my exams. Not, not very sexy. Is it? No. And why haven't I got those gigs? Why is Stephen Fry getting all these gigs? This is... <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I personally prefer the Fifty Shades of Modoc. Oh, hello. With one finger, he pulls down my bra cups in turn. My breasts push up. Exposed and vulnerable. I lost, I lost it with bra cups. That's just one of the most unsexy <laughs> phrases, isn't it? Here's my bra cups. <laughs> Alright, I love this fucking bra cup. With one finger, he pulled down my bra cup in turn. My breast pushed up, exposed and vulnerable. Leaning down, he kisses. She's from Leeds, is she? Okay, right. Alright, alright. Leaning down, he kisses and tugs at each of my nipples in turn with his cold, cool lips. I fight my body as he tries to arch in response. How nice is this? He breathes, blowing on one of my nipples. I hear another clink of ice and I can feel it around my nipple as he tugs the left one with his lips. I moan. Struggling not to move. It's sweet. It's sweet, agonising torture, I tell you. Jesus Christ, you can get some great gigs for Audacity. No, Audacity. No. Uh, Audible.com. <laughs> Reading Audible. audiobooks right there, my friend. Oh, oh, dear. There's other books I could recommend, but, you know. I'm a ball of sexual tense need. We That's all, not even English. We all know that, Andy. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> More next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week of What's in the Shed. Yes, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shed. Our Shed, the RG Shed, is in the Garden of Dreams, but it is a shed like no other. Our Shed is expansive, it's massive, it's enormous. It's basically bigger than a black hole. It's enormous. It's infinite. Infinite Which means it can store an infinite amount of stuff. What's in the Shed this week, guys? Well, we've had a number of requests. Um... To start with, UK Carcast has been back in touch. Um, they said that they said that they really enjoyed last week's episode, um, and they appreciate us popping in the uh, inflatable shed. But um, they were surprised we didn't know what Shep was, and apparently Shep is um, the dog from Blue Peter. Oh, so that that's that's okay. just that's just feedback, guys. Um, also, I, I feel a bit embarrassed that maybe we should know about Blue Peter because it's a great British tradition. Yeah, we don't. No, I, uh, I don't. Long before our age. Um, at um, at Jeff. But if you want, we could put him in the shed. Put Shep in the shed. 
No, he's a dead dog. He's a dead dog. Dead I don't want a dead dog. No. Oh, okay. That's, Sorry. that's not going in. So, no, uh, more feedback from last week's show. Um, at Jeffuni um, is really happy to be our official shed uh, poet. So, welcome, Jeff. Thanks very much. Welcome. And you really enjoyed the show last week, so thank you very much. Okay. Um, so, yes, at DinoB24 has been in touch. Welcome. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dino, thank you very much for your contribution. Dino suggests that we put Miss World contestants into the shed. Uh, After ogling, you can then discuss a solution to world peace. Hashtag what's in the shed. Uh, Dino, there's 125 uh, Miss World contestants, or at least there wasn't in the last competition 2014. I mean, we've got the space. We need bar stuff, so I'm, I'm saying yes. I don't think every single human being that goes into the shed has to work at the bar. Not everyone, but you know, this if it's like a starter job, it's your apprenticeship in the shed. If you're a sh- a sheddish a sheddership? A sheddership. There'll be more a people there'll be more people working in the in the pub than actually Well they don't they don't work the all the time. They do split shifts. They can go be customers afterwards. Okay. But we're we're the only customers, I guess. Well, no, we're and, well, now, now we've got all these other people as well. We're not we're not working them like slaves. Oh, so they serve themselves. They get, and a, stuff. They get a wage, yeah, and then they use the okay. wages to put it back in. This is how an economy works. Cool. So, Miss World contestants in it in. Yes. Uh, the fantastic Bex Warden has been in touch. Um, she pre- presents to us lip filler. No more trout pout for those ladies. I quite like that. It's a good idea. It's, and we'll have a hundred and twenty-five ladies at least. To ensure they don't have chap lips. Well, lip filler is the stuff you know you stick in your lips to it, make it make them big. It looks not, weird. Not, yeah. I've, oh, I got it's not up. it's not Vaseline. Ah, uh, other petroleum jellies are available. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they really are. And uh, don't put it in anyway. So. I'm, I think it should go in. I think we've got the space for all the world supply of lip filler. I'm working on that. I'm pretty cool. Uh, at 24 Hour Improv, um, who's doing a comic relief challenge, I believe. Um, a really big MacGuffin of some description. MacGuffin. Mm. I don't know if that's some sort of burger or... I mean, it's is it a bird? What's a guffin? Um, and how does it smell? I don't know. I've heard that word being thrown around a lot, but... I never really knew what it means. I still don't know what it means, really. Mike, do you could you Mac, could you pop McGuffin into Mike's uh, Urban Dictionary corner? Oh yes, bear with me one second. Carry on with Good. the next shared segment and. Okay, uh, Marcus Harland has been in touch. That's my dad. <laughs> Hello, Puppy Harland. <laughs> my dad would like to submit Scotland um, because because oh. you can go for a lovely walk around the Highlands. So, so I. Sorry to interrupt. Um, talking of Scotland, a MacGuffin uh. Uh, from the Urban Dictionary is as follows. In film, a plot device that has no specific meaning or purpose other than to advance the story. Any situation uh. any situation that motivates the action of a film, either artificially or substantially. Uh. A bit of history. Fantastic. Originally coined by yeah. Hitchcock. Um, based on a story where his this device was used in a story set on a Scottish train. That's the Mac bit. Okay. And obviously that links in very nicely to the submission of Scotland. Yep. And the, There we go. The wow. example they give is the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. Okay. Fantastic. So MacGuffin is in the shed. Yes. In. And Scotland? I'll take, I'll take, I'll Scotland. take Scotland, yeah. Yeah, I like Scotland. I think. But do we want everything inside Scotland, like all the people yeah. and all um, the? 
I'll t- look, the shed's big enough for Scotland. I mean, it, you know, it's bigger than Glasgow. They've, Glasgow's in Scotland. They've got to so. be submitted, haven't they? We've just got the land yeah. and, and its features. Yeah, we'll that's my point exactly. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with taking the land mass of Scotland. Does that, yeah. Does that mean we're just basically de- we own Scotland. derobing Scotland? Yeah. 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 Hey, they had, they had their chance. That's true. Yeah. They and now them. we're coming in to sweep in and take the... They've had it, they've had it too good for too long in Scotland. We're taking it back. We're whacking them, whacking them in the shed. Scotland's in, in the shed. And finally this week, uh, Stuart Foley's been in touch. He'd like to park a submarine in the shed. Do it. Uh, oh, submarines are brilliant. Uh, I was going to say, well, now we've got Scotland. We've, we've got like some locks and a lot of water. Uh, yeah. We can find Nessie. Find submarine. We can finally find in, Nessie in, 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 in our spare Nessie. time. In, absolutely. Sub- submarine, a submarine in Scotland as part of a MacGuffin in the shed. Fantastic. Fantastic. That pretty much wraps up this week's What's in the Shed. Excellent. Uh, we want more things in the shed. So, guys, follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash RGProd, A-double-H-G-W-P-R-O-D. And send us your suggestions of hashtag What's in the Shed. Ladies and gentlemen. Time again. It's the, it's the magnificent return of Texas, the psychic horse. He knows what your pets are thinking. I think we should just get straight into the story because it's a good one. Like the last story of Texas, this is going to bring a smile to your I'm face. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready in. Get me in Texas now. Right. So this one comes in from Hannah. What? Hannah D. There. What a lovely what? name. I think she's Dutch. It's. Def- it really is D. There. T H E I R. D E T H E I R. Right. Straight into Texas. Yeah, d- Come on. It's Hannah. Right. <laughs> it's big. Big deal. Come on. Come Hannah. on, Hannah. Hannah from Wiltshire. Come on. And she says. My pet rats, Rosie and Smudge, recently died within five weeks of each other, and I'm heartbroken. Question. Yes. Um, who names the, the pet rats, Rosie and Smudge? Rosie and Jim is so much easier. Exactly. Rosie and Jim. Idiots. It's called Moving Smudge. On. It's clearly a boy. If it was two girls, you couldn't call it, but you know. Uh, but there is an important question to this. How did Rosie cope without her sister, Smudge? It's not a girl's oh, name, is. is it? Wait, hang on, no. what? Smudge isn't it? Smudge okay. isn't a girl's name. Maybe it's a unisex name like Ashley. How did Rosie cope with our sister Smudge, and are they together again in spirit? So what? What's kicked off? Someone's dead. Two rats are dead. Two rats dead, one after the other, and are they together in spirit? What for? was the gap between dying? Five weeks. Didn't you listen? Come on, this is comprehension. Yes, within was, five was, weeks of each other. I was pretending to be Michael Bell. So so sorry. So we've got. No suspicion, nothing. They just died. How long? Right? The, how yeah, long this the, isn't looks... a case of like lost up a Hoover, walked out into the garage, crushed by a kitten. This is just plain and simple. This shouldn't really lead anywhere strange. Yeah, this is no. Nor- this is normal pet death territory. Yeah, it looks like there's nothing suspicious. It just looks like natural causes. Five weeks. But Texas has a solution, has the answer. So how is te- how is Rosie feeling? Okay, Texas says. Texas says, although Rosie seems okay after Smudge passing, uh, after Smudge passed, she missed her terribly. During this time, Smudge was calling Rosie from the other side. What? Like a ghost. Okay. Ghost rat. Just what? a sh- Ghost rat. Calling from the other side. Shouting. And t- Shouting. <laughs> and telling her it was time for them to be reunited. Hold on, that's like bloody... <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? That's, go- that's, the- that's rat euthanasia. That's not on. It's like Madge coming back to Harold and Neighbours. <laughs> Come like- to the light. 
Come hey! <laughs> hey, Rosie! Rosie, it's great over here! You should come over! <laughs> I'm dead! Yes! There's no pain! All the cheese you want! Go to Switzerland! They killed me with Please a spade! Run. Don't go in the garden! Hey, Rosie! Rosie! <laughs> Rosie! Jim! Sorry, so Smudge! <laughs> okay, right. Uh, cool. It was. It, it's time to be reunited! <laughs> no. It's on my watch! It's on the calendar! It's on his death watch! Are you saying that hey. Smudge was encouraging Rosie to commit suicide? Yeah. What other conclusion can there be? Wow, was he a bitter? Was she a bitter bastard? Tempe. <laughs> Sorry. For this reason, for this reason, Rosie chose to close down her physical body to enable her to be with her smudge again. Sorry, she 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 chose to shut down. She snuffed herself. That's right, kinky. That's that's bloody Fifty Shades again, isn't it? Gone horribly wrong. Killing rats now. Horrible. But it's okay because Smudge hasn't interfered with Rosie's lifespan by doing this, and everything has played out Bollocks. as it was meant to. 10p. 20p. 30p. Hasn't interfered my ass. That's right. Natural causes. She was going to die anyway, apparently. Oh, yeah, Texas. Lead us up the freaking garden pathway, <laughs> don't you? Look, you know, that's not. That's rat interference. I it's don't care suspicious, what you say. I'll give you that. There is. That's one for the. That's one for bloody Scotland Yard. This is not on. When the time came, Smudge was there to greet Rosie. And hey, they crossed over the... you're dead. At the pearly gates. <laughs> no, over the Rainbow Bridge together. That's, uh, that's Mario Kart, right? <laughs> Rainbow Road, that's how you go. Sorry. Wait, hang on, Rainbow Bridge? Isn't that a Viking reference to, to Valhalla? Oh my God. I assumed it was a gay club. Yeah, <laughs> just off the uh, Canal Street, isn't it? Hannah says, <laughs> I know what Texas means about Rosie shutting down her physical body. She lost the use of her back legs in the last few days of her life, and it was the reason the vet put her to sleep. The vet put Rosie to sleep. So, and Smudge was encouraging Rosie. My God, Smudge has killed Rosie by possessing the vet. Yes, yeah, is the vet in on it? Is that what this is? I think the vet was just an innocent bystander oh, being no. taken over by the spirit of Smudge. It's like it's like Midsummer. That's right. Oh, it's horrible. But supernatural, like it sounded like Smudge was encouraging Rosie to off herself, but then she was ill anyway, and the vet put her down with a spade. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think you're suited to being a vet, Michael Bell of the Internet. Well, I mean, you're no Texas. It'd be a course, very sure. different career path. It must be said. It was as though she was physically showing me she was ready to go. It's a relief to know they they are both happy in animal heaven. No. Because that's the place. Oh, this is that lovely. No, I mean, I'm, as, no. as we know, I'm a, I'm a fair weather Methodist. Um, that's right. I don't go in the rain. Way! No. Um, but is there really a rat heaven? <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is there a rat heaven? Does that mean there's a heaven for everything? Well, is it is it just animal heaven or is it rat? Yeah, like you said, individual. Is it like rat heaven, parrot heaven, um, Danny Dyer heaven, spider heaven? Oh God, like ants. amoeba heaven. I'm at, I'm at all the ants. There's so many ants. There's tons of them. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, there's several billion insects to one human being on this planet. There's only one human being on this planet. 
That's, that's right. A lot of ad- that's a lot of admin for old, uh, old Jesus. <laughs> how, are gonna, how are we going to find him? Oof. Does that mean the rest of us are actually zombies? Uh, is this well, all a dream? Uh, I'm confused. Is, I, I think this is all uh, part of Gaffrey. <laughs> um... Okay, so a rat killed a rat via the medium of a vet with a spade or not a spade. Definitely put a it spade. down after its legs after its legs went defunct. Why didn't the vet um, give the rat wheels? To why did it decide no, 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 to no, top no. it? That, that'd be worse for the rat. It's like it's lived That's its a... whole life as a rat running around, running around. What the hell are these? What are these wheels? What, what am I doing? Well, it's no, legs. No. It's, his legs are knackered. Give it some wheels. No, that's why. That's, I would, that's far too big an If I was, it's not. It's not. The, it's not the hadn't... six million dollar rat. They have to rebuild him. It's <laughs> a rat. The six pound. The six pound fifty rat, uh, made of Meccano. I mean, I if I was a non-possessed vet, I would do everything in my power as a non-possessed vet to extend the life of the rat. My my patient. No. Your patient no. is a rat. No. Help the rat. Why Whether I... it wants to stay alive or not, against its will, you extend its life. Anything from a duck onwards. Anything like that. No, no, no. Until that, it's just a little... It's a rodent, isn't it? They die. It's what happened. It's true. Circle of life on all that. So, so we can give a duck a wheel. It's like the story where the goldfish had a tumour and they operated on it. It's a bloody goldfish. Just just go to the local fair, get a new one. Yeah, that cost like six yeah, grand. Yeah, just get another it? one. Did it, did it live? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. There we go. <laughs> worked out. Wor- worked out okay. Until they um, dropped it on the way it's home. In America. You know I mean? It's in America, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, but no, it's God, anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying duck or or higher. It's a rodent. Okay, probably. duck upwards. Are we go. Are we go? Is it a weight system? Is that what you're proposing? <laughs> is it a weight based? A weight based wheel? Any, any animal you system? can meet. Like you, you can meet a duck. You know. Um, oh, you can have a conversation can, with a yeah. duck. What? Duck. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, you can't, pigeon, no. You can't, duck, no. yes. You can't have a conversation with Systems. a rat, you know. You're like, hello, you all right? And it just scuttles away. No, a duck, hello, do you want some bread? Whack. You know, that's that's fine. You can, that's you can... it. That's, that's an affirmative. <laughs> it's an affirmative, isn't it? So any, any, that is... any, any animal you, you can meet, then by all means try to save as much as possible. Lower than that, no. Are you sure you're not a vet? I could be a vet. Mm. Okay, such good. <laughs> uh, that. So that is this week's Texas the Psychic Horse. Oh dear. Okay, um, I think we'll move on to some better questions. You got questions! Because you worry they are your blight. Burning questions! We got the answers, so hold on tight! At Islay13 has been in touch. Uh, hello? Hello! Uh, Islay13 asks, Why is salad cream not made from salad? Hashtag burning questions. Big, big question. That's a big question. It's a toughie. Um, yeah. I, I actually think salad cream should be made of salad. It, to get its rightful place on the table. Yeah, the clues in the name. Yeah. So I'm with you, Isley13. Why on earth? What is it? I don't know what salad cream is. Does anyone know what salad cream actually is? It's, uh, well, it's something that you don't get from caressing salad, that's for sure. Or blending a salad, I've tried. Hmm. Or milking a salad. a salad. Is that what it is? A salad smoothie <laughs> is very unpleasant. S- salad milk. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, salad smoothie. Mm. Mm. I've seen these things, these bullets. I've seen these bullet things. People bring in this green muck at work. It's like, yeah. why? That's not. It's a fucking blender. What well, don't you call it a bullet? <laughs> Tempe. Um, at 11, Zico has been in touch. Uh, which animal would be leader if animals took over the world from the human race? Hashtag burning question. Well, you see, big one. I think that's a big one. The lions have had it too good for too long. King of the jungle. Yeah. 
Um, I've I've got money on elephants. We like we, we, we established it's got to be bigger than a duck, you know. Has to be bigger than a yeah, duck. Yeah. I don't think a fox is going to be no. leader of the of the animals, they are, leader of the human race. They are cunning. They're very sly, yeah. very sly, very cunning, very wily. But I don't think they've got the the you know panache. Um, elephant good because it's strong, can be quite quick, can be quite aggressive, but also quite adaptive. Instant respect. A giraffe. As well. You would... A giraffe? Giraffe, maybe? No, you wouldn't respect a giraffe. You would... An elephant, absolutely. Got... What about a platypus? Mm, Too small. No. Well, you wouldn't suspect it's a platypus. How about a blue whale? No. A, sea, a, sea, no. a seafaring creature. Yeah. See, that's the, but, but the blue whale is only stuck in the sea. But, it can't come and out. And his first policy would be everyone live in the sea. Well, I haven't got gills, so I can't. How about we go with an animal in the sea and on the land? Hippo. Oh, so it's... Perfect. I think you hit the nail so on the head there. you control them all. Um... Yeah, the hippopotamus. Done. done. They're yeah. mean little creatures as well. Another animal question. This is from Captain underscore Parsnip. Whilst standing on the penalty spot on a football field, what is the largest animal you think you could throw over the crossbar? Hashtag burning questions. Another fine animal-related burning question. See, I'd be sneaking, get a winged animal, because then they could fly away, maybe, and then it would go further distance. It doesn't state if they have to be dead or alive. How about a seal? Could you chuck a seal? Seals are big. I saw a seal in Nuki once. Almost took my face off. Depends on the size of the seal, really. Big one. I'm going to say armadillo. You you think that's the largest animal you could chuck as an armadillo? How about about a pony? Grex, you're quite built. You could chuck a pony. Yeah, but it's quite a distance to get over the uh, crossbar. No, you're right. It's a good six, six and a bit foot. Mm. So, yeah. From the penalty spot, twelve yards. I mean, that's quite. Do, quite kind of, it have to be an arc. It have to be an arc. Do we get underarm? Overarm. So overarm. Do we get a um? Like, does it does it build up? Do we start with like you know a cat and build up or? No, it's just what's the largest animal oh, you think you could go with? Okay, so let's narrow it down. Grax, largest animal. I'm sticking with armadillo. Armadillo. Um, Michael Bell of the internet. Uh, a mid-sized dog. Mid-sized dog, I like it. How about, okay. would you go wolf? Could you do a wolf? Oh, that's quite large. Mm, I could do, but I think a dog would be more uh, up for the idea. They're always enthusiastic, aren't they? So. <laughs> I I would try, I'm going to try a swan, I think. Swan? They're quite, Isn't that treason? Quite, shape, quite shapely. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take the risk. Okay. I've got a burning question. Okay. This yes. one's from... Uh, uh, Tom Hodkinson from the at Tom Hodkinson uh, also one of the members of the Kamikaze Club at the Fantastic. Kamikaze Club uh, it's addressed to Grax me? yep uh, and it is are you a bender tied to a tree? is it no bender on the loose oh, oh that Tom Hodkinson every time oh you wily old that cheeky Tom Hodkinson of at the Kamikaze Club Absolutely. Fantastic. So that pretty much wraps up this week's Burning Questions. And that is quite a good selection of Burning Questions, I think. And I would like you all, we would all like you all to keep sending those Burning Questions. You can do this by a variety of ways. You can contact us on Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash rgprod, A-double-H-G-double-E-P-R-O-D. And while you're at it, why not go to Facebook and like us at facebook.com forward slash rgprod. And please send us some emails at rgproductions at gmail.com. But uh, after a, 
a whole bunch of burning questions, a whole bunch of what's in the shed, a whole bunch of news. Where where can we possibly go with this fantastic show? Do you know, Andy? Well, Greg, so I appreciate you uh, lining that one up for me to nod into the empty net. Um, yes. The only way to finish any podcast of any standard, not just any standard, but any standard, uh, the- is, is through the medium of poetry. It's a good thing we've got a poet. It's Mike's poem. Right, this one, uh, this poem is about depriving yourself, I suppose, and uh, saying goodbye in general, but to old friends and and accomplices, and uh, yeah. Goodbye, my old friend. I guess we knew it had to end, but not like this. Not like this. I know it's for a good cause and I fully agree with Len, but I'm going to miss you dearly. My heart now has a U-sized dent. I'll miss your fizzy ways, the way you rolled around the tongue. I'd have you in the morning, be it rain or indeed sun. You brightened up my lunch times, we had coffee, we had fun. We travelled to so many places together, all the things we have done. But it's time to say goodbye, old fella. It's time we parted ways, my chum. I'll see you in 40 days. It's not goodbye, let me rephrase. I'll see you around Diet Coke, and don't worry, I won't forget you. I'll all start drinking, you know, Fanta Zero or Mountain Dew, because that's just bloody horrible. Lent. I'd say, I mean, yeah, that music really helps enrich that poem, I have to say. Mr. Michael Bell of the Internet. Yes. Where do you get your inspiration for your poetry? Just life. Brilliant. Mr. Grax Bishop. Yes. Where do you get your inspiration for 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 um, for, for, for anecdotes? Sometimes when I feel that I need a bit of inspiration, I go to Tea Bay Surfaces. Do you? Okay. Yes, just in Cumbria. And I also look at the pond and the ducks. The pond and the ducks. Last time I saw you near the ducks, you had face first in a duck uh, at Tea Bay Surfaces. It's uh, it's true. It is. And Mr. At Whimsy of Andy over there. I can't help. I can't help the things I do, but I do it for you. And where do you get your inspiration from? I just answered that. I can't help the things I do. I do it for you, and you only. You too. Oh, bleep, Bono! Don't forget to subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, why not go to the website, rgproductions.com, and take a look at some of our old previous videos. If there's anything of our stuff, anything at all, from videos to audios to whatever, if you happen to like it, don't forget to share it across the world. We want people to know about us. We want to spread the love. And the easiest way to get the podcast every week is on your phone or podcast app. Just subscribe, because then you get it every single week, so you can go back and, if you miss some, uh... Or not, if you just want to update it, it goes straight to your phone, you don't have to bother any nonsense. Press subscribe. Absolutely. Thank you very much for lending us your ears on the Monday morning that it is. The new week has begun. It is official. It is a thing. It's the 23rd of February, 2015. We will be back this time next week. Uh, in March, the third, already the third month. How time does fly. Oh, and we oh, have stuff to do. We have a very special announcement on next week's show, so we will bring you news. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing, submitting your ideas. Um, all I have to say is thank you very much and goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me with all the swear jar money. Nice. That will put that in the kitty for the Christmas do. And it's goodbye from me. Um, 
if someone can like I'm a bit concerned about Diet Coke and eBay losing money, so if you can keep doing it while I'm I'm off, then that'd be great. Do it Thank in you. his name. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Fantastic. Take care. Bye for now. See ya. Bye. Have a good week.